97.5 Glory FM. WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Welcome to the countdown to kickoff of tonight's game with the Longstreet Cafe pregame show. Let's go to the field for tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Cherokee Bluff High School for the first Region 8-4 game, 8-4-A game between Cherokee Bluff and Madison County. This is Joe Gailey along with Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, Nathan Poole, our studio producer, back at the studio tonight. Mike Walford, our head man, is on vacation with his family, wishing him the best and safe travels home. He'll be back with us next week. And guys, tonight, between Cherokee Bluff and Madison County, we've got kind of the tale of two tapes. Uh, Cherokee Bluff's 0-2, Madison County's 2-0, and and Madison County's offense has been clicking, Ron, well, so far this they, season. Yeah, they have, and they're they're expecting big things out of their team this year, and so far they've been getting it. Now now they start counting for real yep. with the region thing, and Cherokee Bluff's trying to get things straightened out. They lost to a Daresville uh, here first game, uh, or second game, mm-hmm. uh, and they were off last week. Cherokee Bluff was, but and then but they uh, and then they lost uh, their first game, so. They're they're really off to a tough start. And yeah, then, lost to West Forsyth in the first game, and then lost to Adairsville. They were in the Adairsville game, and then the quarterback Asher Wilson suffered a mild concussion in that game, and he was out. And then I think Adairsville was able to take advantage of that after yeah. that, and wound up winning that one, twenty-one to seven. So not a, a blowout, if you will, but twenty-one to seven. So far on the season, Cherokee Bluffs only averaging seven points a game. They've uh, obviously they've scored fourteen total, and while Madison County has averaged forty-eight points per game. Last uh, their last game, um, they had five uh, six hundred and two yards total, five hundred and twenty-seven yards on the game with that semi. I call it a wishbone. The way they got everybody staggered yeah. back there, so it'd be a bit tough uh, call for uh, Cherokee Bluffs defense. You, you know, Madison County is going back a ways, but then weren't they the team that ran the Notre Dame box at one time? They did at one time. I remember North Hall playing them many years ago, and yeah, they started saying. I thought I thought they did, but they've always run kind of an option game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gary, are you with us with down there, partner? I know he was still getting some names and stuff from the officials. Anyway, Cherokee Bluff, they uh, they won last year's game. They lead the series one to nothing with that win. They won twenty to nineteen in Danielsville last year, and unfortunately, the scripts were kind of flipped right there, Ron, because after that win for Cherokee Bluff, they lost like the next five in a row, whereas yeah. Madison County won the next five in a row. Yeah. So the, it kind of goes back and, and forth like and that. And, and when, you, when you in the, shape, the situation Madison County was in last year, you, say, you, get, you get to thinking when you're staying, you get, boy, I wish I had that Cherokee Bluff game. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So I know that both teams are excited about playing tonight and see what they can do. Gary, you with us down there now? He's still talking to officials. Looking to buy some Hill and some other AD down there. For uh, Cherokee Bluff, Connor Hulsey is averaging 52 yards per game rushing. KT Thompson is averaging 26 yards a game. And Jordan Justice averaging 18 yards a game just uh, rushing. For receiving for Cherokee Bluff, you've got Ryan Graves averaging 32 yards a game receiving. Connor Hulsey, 17. And Landon Kemp, 16 yards per game. Asher Wilson, the quarterback, is... um, Averaging 46% on his completions. Gary, I think you're with us down there, there, aren't you, partner? Yeah, I got you. All right. We were just talking, Ron and I were, about the kind of disparity so far this season. Cherokee Bluff 0-2, Red Raiders are 2-0, and and uh, Red Raiders have been scoring some points so far. Well, they have, and uh, in fact, they're averaging 48 points a game. 
and the Bears only seven. Uh, Madison County is uh, four of their last six on the road, and the Bluff is one in five at home. And I think you've touched on this, Joe. Madison County averages nearly 400 yards a game mm-hmm. and 30, almost 31 points a game. And they've uh, they, they, Madison County, as I said, rather averaging 48 points a game. Cherokee Bluff surrendering almost 31 points a game. So mm-hmm. when yep. you got when you got somebody that's giving up a lot of points, somebody that's scoring a lot of points, the, the potential is there for things to be lopsided. But as we've seen last week. You can't start comparing scores. Right. Because if you did that, then East Hall should have blown Johnson out of the water. Exactly. And then instead, Johnson snaps a 34-game losing streak, gets the last-second score from Dimitri Moon, who, by the way, is the player of the week and the Max Preps player of the week, and uh, turns out and they win. So, you know, you can't start just doing that kind of stuff. I mean, going in, obviously, you'd think that Madison County has got to be favored in this one because of not yeah. only have they played pretty well, they they they've just blown people away and so far Cherokee Bluff has not they've only scored seven points in each of their first two games and when you look at that as a potential as I said to be kind of a lopsided but hey that's where you line them up on Friday night under the lights and play it exactly I understand and I'm pretty sure and understanding from the Cherokee Bluff folks that all their guys are healthy so we should have a good game from that aspect uh, tonight uh, in, in games, other games around the area tonight, uh, Chester T's at East Hall, Dawson County's at Stevens County, Franklin County's at Banks. Gainesville travels to Clark Central. Lumpkin County is going all the way down to Carroll County, going to play Temple. North Hall will go to Walnut Grove and play them. Oconee County plays Jefferson, and Lakeview Academy plays Creekside Christian tonight. So uh, that's so, where so we are right now. Regions. You starting well, you got yeah, you got that Oconee Jefferson, uh, Lumpkin Temple's not yet. The uh, Franklin Banks uh, is not. Dawson Stevens is not. Chesty East Hall is, and the North Hall Walnut Grove is. So, uh, so we got some region so, matchups. So this region is pretty much getting their region yeah. schedule started. Getting everybody tonight, started now. That's right. Yeah. We'll take our first break of the night. You're listening to the Long Street Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe. What you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. For many of us, purchasing a home is the largest investment we will make in a lifetime. 
It's so important to know the home you are buying will be comfortable and energy efficient all year. And that is exactly why Jackson AMC created the Right Choice program. Right Choice homes are built from the ground up and guaranteed to provide comfort and energy savings. And that's something we can all appreciate. Right Choice homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. Welcome back to the Long Street Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Welcome back here to Cherokee Bluff, along with Ron Poole, Gary Glenn here on site, Nathan Laddie. I tried to make you Ron's cousin a while ago, Nathan, by saying Nathan Poole, but it's Nathan Laddie is our in-studio producer tonight, and make sure I get that right to start with. So, guys, the uh, I think that Coach Tommy Jones from both sides of the football tonight have really got to be looking at at holding Madison County to to maybe, if you will, long drives, but not getting them any, get any uh, ahead too far. I know that Coach Jones likes to mix the run and the pass, so uh, we'll have to see, and hopefully he can keep, match them score for score, or maybe Jackie Bluff can get out there to a lead early and hold on to that thing. Well, they've tried to go running back by committee, and that's kind of the, the design to keep the fresh legs in there, but I think you're right. I think this is going to be a, a – Whoever controls the ball, I think, the most is going to win this game. We, we saw what happened last week when Chester T was able to exert the ball control offense. Mm-hmm. Most of the first quarter, uh, Chester T had the ball, and they got down there and scored, went up 7 to nothing. Then they came down, they turned it over on a, on a pick fumble, and then it just all went yeah. south after that. It was, yeah. it was just lopsided. So, you know, when you're dealing with high school kids on a Friday night, a whole bunch can happen, and, that yeah, momentum can shift in a hurry. That's hard to say. Emotions play a big part of it. And, boy, when you get down, it's hard. That's where the good coaches can really get a team back up, Get you know, put that behind you, get get it back in front of you. Uh, I see, I believe Tommy Jones has been coached here since day one, has he Yes, not? he has. He's been here since the beginning. I know they struggled the first couple of years and had to play off run there and then uh, won a region championship a year or so back and so you know he he's got some athletes down here there's no doubt about it we've seen that he don't have a bunch of huge guys but uh, i was talking with uh, jeremy kent the baseball coach his son landon's playing and i said hey you feel about landon playing he said well he loves football only thing i worry about he wears a he, he weighs a buck 55 and going against the kid that weighs 250 that's kind of tough on him sometimes oh yeah <laughs> well i know they work hard in the weight room you know i did sure. a, i did a long-term sub over here earlier in the year back before the school year was out, and I know how hard they work in the weight room. But sometimes it's it's you can't you can't coach size, right? And you can't coach speed. Exactly. Uh, you can make it, you can tweak it a little bit. You know, you can certainly coach coach them up and get them stronger. But you know, all in all, a 250 pound man who works hard in the weight room is usually going to beat a 150 pound man in the weight room. Right. I well, think what what Cherokee Bluff is really trying to do is recapture that magic they had a couple of seasons ago. Mm-hmm. You know, when they went they went just roaring through the schedule and last year they had to think you know they were a little bit snake bit because I, I read where it was like they had four games that were decided by a total of less than eight, or eight points or something crazy like that and then another game decided by like a touchdown so that's that's five games that are around a touchdown or less that they lost last year and it could have gone the other way could have gone the other way and, and, and instead of you know and so instead of finishing Three and seven, they finish eight and two or something like that. Right. Yeah. Well, and as we talk a lot about that, you know, we get into it in, uh, like with Chesapeake last week. They had that very impressive opening drive, got the lead, and got the ball back with a 7-0 lead, and we're going down the field 
like they were fixing to score again, and then boom, like you said, the wheels came off. They uh, had that little pick fumble thing, went back, and White County scored, and that got everything rolling for White County after that, unfortunately for Chesapeake. And sometimes you just kind of snake bit. You know, you don't know what to do with it, Ron. Yeah, and that's what that's what happened to Chesapeake last week. Now, they've got an interesting game tonight, Chesapeake does, against East Hall. Exactly. East Hall has got a chip on their shoulder. Well, they should after that last yeah. week. I mean, I'm, I'm tickled for Johnson and Coach oh, William Morrell. Yeah, absolutely. That was a huge win for them. They won it with 19 seconds left last week when Demetri Mood went in and scored that touchdown. And, Gary, I know you've been subbing down at Johnson a good bit. Uh, did you get to interact any with them this week? No, I'm, I'm, I'm up the street a little bit at South Hall. I so, got you. Uh, but gotcha. uh, they call themselves the – but I'm, I'm – been over at Johnson quite a, a number of times, and, uh, you know, I'll slip in in one of my off periods, and Coach Arell will let me use their weight room for a little bit and get in there and play with the iron. So I know they've been working hard over there, too, and he's a great guy. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, so, but, you know, he just hasn't – and they've been a little bit snake bit, too, Ron, when they uh, lost well, they a lot of close games. And, yeah. but, and finally, you know, snake the, 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 the moral victory is over, and they got a real victory under their belts. Yeah. I, I think they're going to win – I think they're going to win two or three more ball games this year. Well, yeah, they've got a good shot at it. They've got a couple of games they've got a real shot to win. I think what helps them is to play in the non-region schedule. I know a lot of folks aren't, aren't a fan of that, but if you're just trying to build the program, that's probably the wisest decision for oh, yeah. your program is no to play question. non-region. Well, no question about it. Yeah, and in this game, I think you got a couple of people that are going to have to have a good game. I think your quarterback's got to have a good game, of course. But then you got to – Ryan Graves – who had 32 yards receiving back from that knee injury. Mm-hmm. Connor Hulsey, who had 52 yards rushing, 17 yards receiving. Uh, he's got to have a good game. He's a pretty good all-around player. And you've got a lot of people that go both ways. I'm thinking of Connor Griffin, the linebacker, who led the team last year in tackles. He had 83. He's playing some running back now, too. Mm-hmm. So all of these people that got to – and you got Landon Kemp. You mentioned, you mentioned uh, Coach Kemp's yep. mm-hmm. son, Landon. Yep. Uh, he's, he averages like five tackles a game. Yep. And so, and Caden Thompson, they call him KT, KT Thompson. He's a factor on both sides of the ball. He can carry the ball. He can tackle. He had five picks a year ago. All of those people have got a good game. You, you don't want to say a perfect game because uh, that's almost impossible. But you got to have a, a, a fairly mistake-free game because on such things as we saw last week can turn a whole score. Yeah, you can great grade out 100 and still don't have a perfect game. I I wouldn't know what it's like to grade out 100 because I never did. We're going to take our second break. You're listening to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe, what you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. (sighs) She did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. 
They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Now, back to the Longstreet Cafe pregame show on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Cherokee Bluff, and while they just got through listening to the National Anthem, I'm going to go ahead and give the starter so we don't run into clashing of times there in a few minutes on offense for Cherokee Bluff. Probable starters are at receivers tonight. You have number 14, K.T. Thompson. Number 8, Braylon Jackson. Uh, tight ends is Ryan Graves. Across the line, tackles Caleb Williford, wears number 70. Aiden Willis wears 73. At guards, you have 53, Parker Waldorf, and 66, Ben Craig. And Noah Davis is the center at number 56. Quarterback is number three, Asher Wilson. Fullback is Jacob Kelly, number 13. Tailback is number 22, Connor Hulsey. And in slot position, number two, Landon Kemp. Defensively, for the Red Raiders, they play a 4-3 across the line of defensive ends. Wyatt Morris, 88, and number nine, Josh Strickland. And the nose tackle is number 50, Braxton Waller. Number 52, Justin Smith is the defensive tackle. Then the linebacker, Zach Esters, number 25. Number two, Trent Lattimore. Number 27, Bryson Drake are the linebackers. The cornerbacks, eight, Deshaun Brown. And number six, Braden Clark. And the safeties, number 10, Carson Craig. And number 40, Kaysen Duggins. On the offensive side for Madison County, Coach Chris Smith's team, 2-0 this season. The receivers, you have Braden Clark. Number six is a receiver. Zach Esters is the other receiver. Number 25 across the line. The tackles, number 52, Justin Smith. Number 50, Braxton Waller. The guards, number 76, Will Huntsinger. And the other guard, number 75, Brady Collier. The center is Walker Simmons, number 60. Quarterback this year for Madison County, number three, Camden Smith. Then the, the triple backfield back there, number 27, Bryson Drake is the fullback. Kaysen Hillsman, number 40, is a running back. And on the other side, running back is number 34, Will Kettle for Madison County. Defensively for the Cherokee Bluff Bears is defensively they run a 3-4. Ryan Graves, number one, is a defensive end. Then you have number five, Nathan Richardson. You have number 11, Jack Hamilton, is a defensive end. Linebackers on the 3-4 defense, Jeremiah West, number 36, Connor Griffin, a linebacker, number 10. Rylan Ackerman, number 7. And Jacob Kelly, number 13. Cornerbacks, Tanaka Makono. We hear his name a lot through all sports. Number 9, a cornerback. Tyler Underwood, the other cornerback, number 15. And the safety is KT Thompson, number 14. And Landon Kemp is the other safety on the other side. So that's our starters for tonight, guys. We've got a, a pretty good matchup. The teams have yet to come on the field. We'll... Uh, I know Gary's going to get out there. Who are our officials tonight, Gary? All right. Well, our referee in the white hat is going to be Will Anglin. Umpire is Ryan Brown. Headline judge is Larry Etheridge. Line judge is Reese Smith. Field judge is Mark Staten. Side judge is Avery Niles. And the Tiptons 
the husband-wife team of Paula and Tim up on the clocks. Paula's the electric clock operator, and play clock is Tim Tipton. Guys, it's been like an old home week down here on the sidelines. I've always spoken to Ross Davis. Chris Griffin came by, uh, and the man that I had subbed for, Travis Raley. We've been praying about his little boy. The one reason I subbed for him is Travis took some paternity leave, and but his little boy had to go back in the hospital. But uh, he said God is healing, and he's home now, and doing everybody doing fine. That's so great. That, what what great news that is to yep. hear. Good, the, the, the man upstairs takes care of stuff, Alcat guys. And just uh, thank you for the prayers and. And uh, Coach Rayleigh, hope that everything continues to do good for him. That's great. And Matthew Gruen is here. So he's got he, yeah. he's got Matthew Gruen and uh, and uh, Chris Griffin and a couple of head, former head coaches yeah, on I was his gonna staff. Say, he's, got a, he's got a pretty good staff here. He's got, got a lot of experience here. Absolutely. I know, Absolutely. noticed another uh, former player, Sam Stribling, coaching for him down here. Uh, Sam played up at Gainesville or Lakeview, and he's, he's here coaching for Coach Tommy Jones also. Yep, a lot of experience. Of course, Ross is uh, – one of the people for one of the top athletic trainers around. Mm-hmm. Now he's, you know, he was down there with Spurrier as a Gator. We'll have to forgive him for that. But other than that, <laughs> other than that, Ross is a great, great guy. We will take one more in our last pregame timeout right here before Gary goes out and meets with everybody. It's going to be a two-minute break. You're listening to the Longstreet Pregame Show on 97.5 Gory FM. Give me an L, give me an O, give me an N. Hope Bunch, the voice of Longstreet Cafe, what you doing? I'm putting our cheer together for our tailgate season. Whether you're taking our home-cooked favorites to the game or eating with us afterwards, we've got something for everyone. So what can I do to help? Glad you asked, Mary. I need you to take care of our mascots. No, 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 wait. Thanks, Mary. And they'll need to stay at Cheer House, too. <sighs> she did it to me again. Longstreet Cafe with two Gainesville locations. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We are the company we keep. That's true, Stacy. That's why we carry a full line of Traeger grills and accessories. Traeger is the number one selling wood-fired grill in the world. I love how you can use the different pellets to create the endless flavor combinations. Traeger wood pellets are made in the USA from hardwood, giving the perfect burn. The best grills and the best pellets, a grill master's dream. Come check out our selection of Traeger grills. And flavor pellets. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Dear Lord, we come to you this evening on behalf of all of our athletes, coaches, students, administrators, and fans of every school in this great area of ours. God, we ask that you would protect each one involved in our contest tonight, keeping them from injury. And it's our prayer that whatever's done tonight, whether it's coaching, playing football, playing an instrument, cheering, or simply offering encouragement, may it all be done with enthusiasm and something done for the Lord and not for men. May tonight's event honor and glorify our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's in his name we make this prayer. Amen. Celebrating 25 years of broadcasting the excitement of local high school football, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Football in North Georgia. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Jackson EMC, Duplicating Products, Riverside Pharmacy, 
EMC Security, Siphon Logistics, and by Autry's Ace Hardware. It's time for the kickoff of Friday Night Football in North Georgia on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. It is head. You've won the toss. Going to receive. Which way do you guys want to kick? You kick it this way. All right, Cherokee Bluff won the toss, gentlemen, and they want the ball. They're going to get the ball first after the flip. They won the toss, as Gary said. Our captains for tonight for Cherokee Bluff, number one, Ryan Graves, number 36, Jeremiah West, number 53, Parker Waldrop, and number 56, Noah Davis. For Madison County, number three, Camden Smith, number 27, Bryson Drake, number 60, Walker Simmons, and number 88, Wyatt Morris. The teams will come out. You've got... Cherokee Bluff all in purple, well, purple tops, gray bottoms with purple and white pinstripes, the white helmets with the bear claw on the top, and the purple stripes down the middle of the helmet. Big white numbers on those purple jerseys. You should be able to read those, yeah. thank goodness, tonight. In Madison County, white tops with big red numbers, red headgear, and red pants. You ought to be able to read their numbers also. It's good yeah. night here. It's comfortable. It's finally cooled off a little bit. Yeah. Next week it's actually going to feel like football weather finally. It's supposed to be like down in the 50s uh, next Friday night, fellas. So it might be, be a it feel like real football. Well, exactly. That. exactly. So uh, we're going to be at North Hall, I think. Yeah, I think we're back up the road next next week, and uh, got a good crowd here from Cherokee Bluff. It is youth night. It yeah. is junior bear night here. As the NGYFA gets ready to start their season, I think tomorrow, and a big crowd here with that, and big student body down here to our right. Gary's left as he looks up, and Madison County with a decent following. Not yeah, as many as I thought. They were, I thought they, they might have a few more here. Well, yeah, yeah especially as well as they're doing. But uh, And they may still be a few come on in. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we first got here, they wasn't hardly anybody here. But it was pretty early. But Yeah. Well, uh, Danielsville's a long way. Yeah. yeah, it's not a short trip. It's, it's no. a good hour and a half drive, and depending on which way you're going. And it's going. not an easy drive no, either. It's not. It's not. I talked to a good friend of mine that, uh, that I, when I was recreation director in Banks County, and their kids play there. Uh, one of the guys that plays for Madison County, uh, C.J. Kinsey, is, uh, plays mainly JV, but he dresses out the varsity. He hurt his ankle again last night, so he's not here. But I told the family to be listening in. We'd mention them and glad to have them listening in and hope everything's going well for the Kinsey family. Well, and when, and when Joe says that the Bears have got on purple tops, now this ain't no maroon or lavender. This is Purple. Yeah, and they came out with the purple haze. Yeah. That little scooter comes out. Jaden Hansen is the kicker for Madison County, and KT Thompson back to receive. A little mm-hmm. squib kick right down the middle. Up man's going to take it. It's a 20, 25, 30, 32, 33, almost up to the 35. All got there, and then a lot of white jerseys wrapped him up. Look like. Yeah. Zach, that was that's Ty Corbin re- on the return. That's a decent return. Zach Easters, a 6'1", 170-pound senior on the kick coverage team, was the first one to lay hands on him. Then a whole bunch of the white shirts and red britches. Spotted on About a 14-yard return on the kick. Yeah, it covered the 20, got back up to the 34. Now you've got Asher Wilson, Jacob Kelly, and Connor Hulsey in the backfield in the eye. Two wideouts. Going to throw out to the far side, complete out to the 40 on the far side. Looks like close to, if not a first down, complete number to KT Thompson. Got it, and it's going to be a first down. So a good first down, a good play as they play yeah. that zone out there, guys. Yeah, and they played through a safe pass out in the flat. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Red Raiders are playing kind of vanilla. 
Braden Clark and Carson Craig. DB and a linebacker converging on the receiver out there, but quick first down for the Bears. Landon Kemp comes uh, back in the game after being out for a second, and also Tyler Underwood. Receiver on this side is also, looks like Joel West. Right behind in the shotgun, that's Asher Wilson. Takes it, hands it off to number 22, Connor Hulsey. He gets about the 10 or 11 yards, a big bust across the 50, down to about the 46-yard line for another first down. Another uh, tackle flag. for Craig. We got a flag on the play. Everybody's backing up. There's a flag on the play. Yep. See what it's going to be. He's stepping it off against the ball. Formation, I, I think. The illegal procedure, unfortunately. Pushes them back to the I, you know, I 39. Thought, and I thought I saw somebody kind of edge up a little bit and then kind of sit back down. Against the Bears. Well, First down and 15. E- either that or they were lined up wrong. Had a, somebody else in the backfield. Well, th- yeah. in, in any event, it's a five-yard penalty. But, you know, so far, other than that, it looks like uh, that week off did the Bears some good. Jordan Justice out far to the, wide, to the far side. KT Thompson on the near side. Tight end flips flops from one side. Doesn't look like a guy moved again, and he yeah, did. Yeah, it's a tackle on this side. Yep, that moved would be Williford or Craig moved on this side. Yeah. And that just uh, – you, you, you get this far behind the sticks, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a momentum killer. That's tough right there. Still first down, and that's going to be first and 20, 20 well, now. What happened was is the Madison County defense were jumping around so much it pulled them off. Yeah, the yeah I know. And, it, you know, you gotta you got to hold your stance. Right, I mean, you can jump around all you want to as long as you don't enter the neutral zone, which always sounds like a Star Trek expression to me. But First down and 20. Yeah, yeah. You, you still, and watch them now. They'll line up in a three-man front. Then Two guys out on the wide side here at I-formation. Asher Wilson going to hand off to his tailback. Got to get out to this side. Hulsey trying to get around. One guy missed him, and he gets back to about the 34 original line of scrimmage before a host of white jerseys wrap him up. Hulsey on the carry, picks up a couple. In on the tackle. Looked like number First four was in the there. That was Braden Clark. Yeah, and 10 again, Craig. That brings up second down for the Bears. But there was yeah, a bunch of people in it, on that one. They put it right back where it was to so yep. be second and 20. But he had to fight hard to get back to this line of scrimmage. They'll line it up his sec, uh, second down now. And about, let's see, well, still about 20. No gain on that one. Empty backfield this time. Looking to pass, got time, throws a bullet down the far side, throws it over the head of, of the Raylan Jackson, who was the intended receiver. Craig was defending that one. I, I came closer eight. to that one Raylan than anybody Jackson. on the field. Yeah, I know. I saw you over there, and I thought, I said, Gary going to make a play on that one? No, Gary getting out of the way. Gary, Gary learned his lesson about that a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, the, the old man with no pads, you know, not, you, not you good. And, you and Lauren Smith want to play tackle without pads. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Third down and 20 now. Three wideouts on the far side. You got KT, Landon, and looks like Ty Corbin. One guy in the backfield. That was Hulsey. Now he's going to take it and run to the 40, the 45, the 50. He makes it a short field. That's a good thing. He's about across midfield of the 49. So now they got a decision. It's going to be fourth down and about three. So he, yeah, they got, they're going to punt it and try to put him in a hole. Yeah. Going to play field position. And I, I think I would do the same thing. Michael Arbor is the kicker. Does a little bit of everything for the Bears. High snap. Gets it. Gets the kickoff. Decent kick, going to land at the 25 and take a Cherokee Bluff roll. Guy feels it at the 20, back to the 25, and he's knocked down right there. Number eight was returned there to Sean Brown, and he got buried right there by a purple jersey there. I'll tell you what, they went to quick snap, and they almost caught 
Madison County with too many people on the field wasn't getting everybody off. It was only about a 27-yard punt, but they did more than that. Chandler Lynn, first man to hit him. Chandler Lee with the stop. And look, they put it to the third, to the 24. Yep, down to the 24. That's where it will be marked down at. Chandler did a nice job of knocking him down right there as he tried to come back upfield, hit him quickly, first and 10 from Madison County at their own 24. 9-24 here in the first quarter. Hands off to the quarterback. I'm running back. He comes across as number 27, Bryson Drake, the fullback. He gets about uh, five all the way down to the 30. So about a six-yard gain. Second down, four yards to go for the Red Raiders. Uh, Landon Kemp, first man to hit him. Be nice if the purple, green and purple right here can uh, no huddle offense from Madison County. Be nice if the men in purple could get a stop right here to a three and out or something, turnover. Pitch back here to one guy in motion. That was number 34, Will Kettle. He gets run out of bounds around the full 37-yard line. It will be a first down after about a six-yard pickup. Well, they may call that a 3-4, but you know what? They had three down linemen and two people walked up as defensive ends, so it looked almost like an old Oklahoma, almost a 50-front defense. First down now out at the 38-yard line. We'll call it first down and 10 for the Red Raiders. They go with that no-huddle offense. Camden Smith, quarterback under center. One guy back wide. They're running the ball. Well, the quarterback option. takes it on the far side, took mm-hmm. the option. Number 50, the 40, the 30, cuts inside, tackle finally. Looks like number eight. Number nine. Number nine to Naka Makono made the tackle. I tell you, that was read perfectly by the quarterback. He stuck that ball in the belly yep. of the dive man and then pulled it right pulled out. Pulled it right out. And that was Camden Smith with the long rush and got the first down all the way down to the Bears' 25-yard line. And that was a wonderful fake. I mean, that was that super. Was, he had everybody That's where you draw out. it up. Yep. Under center, comes back, pitches it out to number 40, Kaysen Hillsman. Hillsman goes around the far side. He's going to finally get drugged down out there yeah, around the – There's a flag in the backfield. Yeah, got a flag back at the 26, 27-yard line. See what we've got on the call. We're down to 8:18 here in the first quarter. A holding call on the Red Raiders, so that one will come back, and it will be first down and 15 now. The hometown fans of the, of the Purples yep. hope that uh, that's going to kill their momentum a little bit. Push them back to the 35. Yeah, that was about a 10-yard penalty. Not about it was a 10-yard penalty. So it'll be first down and 20. Almost the same thing happened. Just a few more plays run by the Red Raiders. One guy out wide to one side. That's Deshaun Brown on the near side. Quarterback's under center. That's Smith. Smith looks like he gave it to the fullback right up the middle. And he got to about the 32-yard line. Yeah, that was Bryson Drake. Got about uh, four, three or four out of it. Got out to up to the 32-yard line. Right second down and 17. So got three out of it. Well, the Bears have pushed everybody down and packed them in the middle that way and was designed to stop that kind of run, and they sure did. At number 76, Will Hunsinger from Madison County is a load on the far side over there. Looking at his he's a big old boy. Going to hand off to the full again. He's going to go in there and good job by the purple guys to eat him up. And push him back. And Uh-oh, uh, got, might have a flag. Yep. Don't that, think that, that, they got flags they, everywhere. I tell they, you what, that I'll was totally you. uncalled for. Yeah. Hunsinger just came in there and shoved him. 
coming after their guy. Uh, yeah, they, they may have that. Ooh. That could be an injection, the way the headbutt yeah. went to the running back by the Cherokee Bluff guy. He headbutted him pretty hard, and KT's got his helmet off, and he may be. He's staying out there for right now. Number seven's coming off, and that's Rylan Ackerman. So he's probably the guilty guy that did the headbutt. So now the officials are gathering up, talking about it to see what's going on out yeah. there. Well, you know, you always see the second guy that hit him. So let's see what they're going to do. Maybe but, offsetting here. Yeah. That, uh, that's totally uncomfortable. He pushed him one. back, plays dead. Dead ball. Personal foul on Madison County. That came after big dead number ball. 76 hit him. Oh, that's all they had then. Okay, just the one on Madison County. So it's Madison County foul. folks. Might be upset. Jerry yeah, Bluff folks yeah. are happy. Uh, well, it's just winning against Madison County. Well, like I said, you hit, you see the second guy that did. They were all scuffling around out yeah, there. Yeah, but they then were, it, then they the, were head to head. Then the big guy came in just flying in there and just smacked somebody. Third that's down what they saw. Third down in a mile. Now ball's back at the 46-yard line. they got to get to the 15. So 31 yards to get third down by Madison County. The whole offense is standing up looking over there. The big guy that's a tackle on the far side or the guard over there, Hunsinger, is just a freshman according to what I saw him in to go. So he's a big boy right there. Yes, Still got is. three more years. In motion, going to hand off to that back again. He goes out to the far side, gave it off that time. It looked like the Brown. Brown gets across the 30, or 45 out to about the 41. That was uh, Thompson, KT Thompson, 6'1", 190, knocking him out of bounds on the far side of the back. And nobody was ejected, so everybody's still in the ball. Good snap. Kick is up. I'm trying to put him into a hole. Ties. Corbin back there, he gets out of the way. It's going to drop into the end zone. Yep, barely, by about a yard. Boy, I don't know. So it goes as a 41-yard punt, but number eight from Madison County was there. I don't know why in the world he didn't try to slap it out of the way. uh, Unless he just didn't react to it in time to Sean Brown. Gary, I think his momentum's carrying him away from the ball. He lost it, and when it hit the ground, his momentum's carrying him the other way, and he got in the end zone before he could recover. He was right there on the on there the end zone line, and he hit right maybe three or four line. inches outside the line. So it was a 41-yard punt, but because of the getting it on the 20, it's only a net of 21 yards. Cherokee Bluff, second possession, 6.40 on the clock. High formation, two wideouts. Asher gives off to his running back, number 22, Hulsey, the tailback. He comes out. Somebody's helmet. Lost the helmet. helmet. That's Hulsey. He was the ball carrier. His helmet comes off. He'll have to come out for a play. And number 10, Connor Griffin will go in for him. We expected to see Griffin play in both ways. And seven for the Bears. Play clock is running tonight on both ends, which is a blessing to have for us, that's for sure. And the teams like it, too. Oh, for sure. Jordan Justice is a... Receiver on the near side. KT Thompson, receiver on the far side. You've got Connor Griffin and Jacob Kelly. Jacob Kelly gets the pitch from his quarterback, Wilson. Gets maybe two yards out to about the 26. The third down and four now. That's Connor Griffin, I believe, on the carry there, Joe. Okay. I think that's right. And then it was uh, number 40, Casey Duggins, who 
hit him and uh, right around the knees and brought him down. He still stumbled forward for another yard after he hit him. Now, Kelly was the fullback, the blocking back on that one. Here he was the running back four. on that one. Third down, four yards to go. Both two wideouts on both this side. Like you got Braylon Jackson, KT out here on this side. Third and four. Takes it, Asher does, and throws it right at the feet of his intended and receiver, he, he Landon Kemp. He had it if he'd thrown him up the right, in the right in the bread basket, but he threw uh, it right at his uh, feet. At least uh, thrown it knee high, high yeah. but he bounced it to him. Yep. Jitters. Well, yeah. even though Kemp's a baseball player, you can't feel it on a short hop and football. That's right. Punter back there again is Arbor. Arbor get a good punt off that time. Drives the receiver back. He catches it at the 40. Comes across the 45 out to about the 48-yard line before being brought down. The return man right there looked to be number the number eight, Brown. Yeah, Deshaun Brown was the return man again. Brought it from about the 40 out to about the 49 is where they'll spot it. 36-yard punt and five-yard return. Red Raiders take 31-yard net. Down to 5-12 here in the first quarter. So it's been a battle of punts so far and penalties, as Ron said earlier. They're shooting themselves in the foot with that. Red Raiders come out on offense. No huddle. They just come right out in it. Camden Smith with Bryson Drake. Will Kettle, Case, and Hillsman are the runners. No wide. That's you got a tight end. They're going to hand off to Drake right on. No, no, the quarterback kept it. Quarterback kept it that time. He's a good job in faking. Camden Smith got about two across midfield of the 49 of Cherokee Bluff. Well, that time Cherokee Bluff loaded up the defensive line. Designed, they figured the run was coming, and they were right. I don't know why they don't. Madison County doesn't go back to that option because that totally bamboozled them a minute ago. Maybe maybe they ran the quarterback to set that up. Second down, eight yards to go from the Bluff 49-yard line. Comes up the middle this time with it and gets out to about the 45. Running back that time was number five, which is Zachary Shifflett. Yeah, that time he. He went right behind big number 60 mm-hmm. yeah, right think- down there. And they, 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 he was just following him. And before the bluff could figure out who Third had down. the ball, sometimes when you get by think- one of those big linemen, it's hard Walker to find Walker Simmons. Them. I think they call Shiflet Z, 6'3", 190-pound senior. Third down, four yards to go. Ball for 45 of Cherokee Bluff. They hand off to Z again and powers his way. Runs right over a guy. Got that head steam running downhill right there. And he ran all over number 36 for the bluff that time, Jeremiah West, and got the first down down to the 40-yard line. Well, that time Cherokee Bluff was playing off the line. They expected that maybe there was a chance they could throw it, but they gave him enough room to maneuver, and he got the first down. Yeah, and they were expecting him to – I think they were looking at that option, too. So they – One guy out wide, that's number nine on the far side, Joshua Strickland. Smith under center. A couple of guys in the slot. Z is the running back, Shifflett. He's going to give off. going to keep it himself this time, Smith is. Went around the far side. Got about two yards. Looked like the Jeremiah West in on the tackle, one of the linebackers for Cherokee Bluff. Well, I just flashed back to 1971, uh, running an option with a man under center. Ah, were you the center, the man running the ball? I was. Uh, no, no, I, I snapped the ball some, but we ran the triple option at Jefferson on the beard. Yeah. Jimmy Lofton was a quarterback who could read it. There you go. Second down eight now. Ball's at the 38-yard line of Cherokee Bluff. Smith hands off to the back. 
Gets about two more yards down to about the 36. Number five. That was, that five, that was Shifflett again. He got that burst of speed in there. That might be why he is carrying the ball right there, fellas. Well, and, he's, and he's got good size. I said 6'3", mm-hmm. 190. He's a senior, so he's got size and experience. Yeah, and, and that time the, uh, the, the bluff was at the middle clogged up, so he, really, he got in there, really didn't have anywhere to go. Third down now. They only give him about a yard on, so it's third and seven for the Red Raiders. I'm going to pitch it back this time to the running back or the guy that came off the running back. Look to be 84. He yeah. gets down to about the 33. I think that was 84 that came around there that time. It is. Yep. 84 was number, or it's not number, but was. Ty Corbin on the tackle. It's fourth and three, it looks like. Ty Corbin, the 5'10", 165-pound senior defensive back, hit him first and slowed him down. Then that left the rest of the secondary catch up. And they prevented the first down. Fourth and yeah, close to three. Here. Well, you still got 20 seconds. Will time. Kettle, one minute, 50 seconds left in the quarter. 14 on the play clock. Will Kettle was the ball carrier number 34. they're lining up now. Yeah, they're going, they're going for it. They're down, not going to. Three yards to go. Probably try to draw them off sides first. Going to go for it right up the middle. That big Z, Shiflett. No, he pitched it out on this side. Quarterback Smith took it himself, and he's out he at the 12-yard line. Just narrowly, though. He just barely stepped out. I thought he was gone. Well, he was. He just got. He just ran out of field. But that was a great fake again. I tell you what, they've they've got that fake down. Well, as I said, this, in high school or college, if you've got a quarterback who can run the option, who can truly read the defense, it is such a weapon. Yeah, in the pros, you get killed doing it. First well, because your quarterback's not used to running the ball either. Ball's but, on the 11-yard line. On the hash mark here. Red Raiders from the near hash mark. Right in front of Gary, he'll be able to see what happens. Camden Smith, quarterback, takes it, gives off, keeps it himself again, tries to go inside. One guy almost missed a tackle, and he gets down to about the seven-yard line. Another great fake that time. Yeah, a good fake, and that guy's he's hard to bring down. Ackerman with a tackle. Yep. Ryan Ackerman, 5'11", 170-pounder, outside linebacker. It's going to be second down now. They can get a first down to the one, or they can go in from the six and score, second down and five. Look over to the side, get their play. Play clock and game clock here. Under a minute to play in the quarter. 50 seconds left in the quarter, 11 on the play clock. They run it, give it off to number 27. He gets about three yards down to about the three. That was Bryson Drake, their fullback. He gets down to about the three-yard line. Jacob Kelly, excuse me, Joe. Jacob Kelly at the bottom of the pile. He'll be third and a couple. Spotted at the three. Two for the first down and three for the touchdown. Third down. Smith looks over to his sideline getting his play. 24 seconds left here in the quarter. And they got two cracks at it. 13 on the play, one guy in motion. Pitch it back to the running back on this side, and he's going to scoot in the end zone. Now that was Will Kettle, the running back, who was in motion, caught it and went into the end zone from four, three yards out for the touchdown for the Red Raiders with 12.5 seconds left here in the first quarter. A well-executed drive that time by the Red Raiders. They're going to close the swing gate. That arbor to PAT. Or is that somebody different? Uh, Who's their kicker? 
Well, Arbor is, is a Cherokee Bluffs kicker. They got number 22 is oh, their okay. guy, James Hanson. Is back to kick number three. K. Camden Smith is the holder, the quarterback. They'll spot it at the ten. Snap is good. Hold is good. Kick is up. Long enough, and it is good. It is seven to nothing with 12.5 seconds left here in Cherokee Bluff. You're listening to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Number 22 for uh, Jaden Hansen kicked a long one, went out of bounds at the 7-yard line. So Cherokee Bluff will have the option, and they'll probably take it at the, was it 30? 30 or 35-yard line and take it there first and 10 instead of having a re-kick, I believe. And they have that option to do so. And Coach Jones is talking to the side official on this side. Uh, I don't know get, why you wouldn't do that. Exactly. Gives you good field position. So that's what they'll do. They'll take it at the 35. It'll be first down and 10 for the Bears with 12.5 seconds here in the first quarter. After this play, they'll go to the switch ends. Switch ends, and they'll get the ball back. Hopefully they'll have a good play on this one and can continue going from left to right as they go right to left now. I formation behind Asher Wilson. Single back, give off to Hulsey. Hulsey busts through there to the 40, down to about the 47 is where they said his knee hit. As the clock runs, nice little play to the 49, so he got nine on that one, and that'll end the first quarter right there. Madison County leads it 7 to nothing. You're listening to the high school football on 97.5 Glory FM. Your home should be an extension of who you are. When your home is built better, your life just feels better. So make your new home an energy-efficient Right Choice Home from Jackson EMC. Right Choice Homes come with a three-year energy warranty and a one-year comfort warranty. And every Right Choice Home receives Jackson EMC's lowest energy rate. Step inside your comfort zone with a Right Choice Home, only from Jackson EMC. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932. And see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Nice little first play from scrimmage 
get them nine yards for Cherokee Bluff. Now they're going left to right, starting the second quarter, down 7-0. Asher Wilson takes the ball, hands off to running back Hulsey. Hulsey across the 45 to the 49, got the first down, and five or six more yards. Good job by that offensive line. Uh, Ben Craig, Noah Davis, Parker Waldrop, the three in the middle, then Caleb Williford, Aiden Willis to do the blocking up front right there to get the first down for Cherokee Bluff. Asher Wilson, who just happens to be the grandson of our own legendary own Mike Wilson, Moon Pie. Is that right? That played at Johnson. This is Matt's son. Oh, okay. Yep, Asher. Down in the shotgun, two wideouts, one on either side. And Asher gets it, and he's tackling, hands off to his running back. Immediately as tackled as Connor Holtz. They read that one beautifully. They've given a couple of yards back. Let's yep. see where they spotted. Bryson Drake, you know, the fullback in on that tackle. He's a linebacker on defense for Madison County. Gave one back. It's second and 11. Second down 11. Just underway here in the second quarter. New man in. That's Jacob Kelly coming back in and giving the play to the quarterback. They'll be in an eye formation. Two wideouts, both on this side. You've got KT Will, KT Thompson, excuse me. They pass off to number eight this time. That's Braylon Jackson. Braylon gets about three or four. And he got stood up yep. there. Number 40 really popped him. KT was set up to boot the block, and he caught the pass. And by the time he got the head of steam, he only got about four out of it. Across midfield down to about the 48-yard line. He's third down now and about uh, seven yards to go. Kind of a big down here. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They need to convert right here, I would believe. Yeah, they, you really want to – you don't want to have to give it back right here. You got nope. one first, Dan. You'd like to get another one. 10-18 and a quarter. Cherokee Bluff three wideouts this time. Two on the far side. On the near hash mark. In the shotgun is Wilson. Over to one side is Hulsey on his left. Now they got put, they penetrated the neutral yep. zone. Now, do, are they drawn? Yep, so he's pointing towards – the Red Raiders, so it will be offsides on Madison County. That'll make it five yards closer. Make it third down now and about uh, two, maybe three. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Now we'll that, take that, that one. That, that changes things a little bit, yep. too. It's third down and two now, so it's much more manageable, if you will, on third down to get the two yards, I would think, depending on the play they call. Wilson in the game. You've got Nathan Richardson, who's a fullback in the game. They may be going big or something like that. You've got Connor Holsey. Right behind his quarterback, Wilson. Two wide outs, a guy on a slot. That's Richardson. The handoff. Oh, we got a flag again. Is it going to be on the bluff this time? Yeah. Illegal procedure. Knocked him back to five. Doggone it. Give him right back to him. Yeah. On something like that, Gary, you want to capitalize when they give you five free yards, don't you? Absolutely. You certainly don't want to give it right back to him like they just did. Yep. Yep. And, again, I think it's the tackle on the other side. Third down and eight now. Third down and seven, excuse me. I watched my grandson practice yesterday, and they were doing wind sprints. Yep. And then when they would they would line them up, and they were going on that slow count. And when they would jump offside, they had those little bitty boys doing grass drills. And that was the funniest <laughs> ooh, thing. Ooh, that ooh, was because only about half of them could do it. Third and seven, two wideouts, one on either side. Wilson takes the snap. Looks to throw. Got a little time. Throws it over here. Complete the KT for the first down. I got it. At the 40. Yes, sir. Right there at the 39-yard line. Nice little route. KT ran down. Pulled a stop sign up at the 39. Came back. Caught it right at the 39 for a first down. Yeah, I knew where the chains were and went right to him and turned around, and Wilson put it right on him. Nice job. Nice nice pitch. Nice catch that time by the duo of Wilson 
and KT Thompson. Whitehouse to the far side. You've got Braylon Jackson and Malcolm Millsap. One tight end, high formation. Pitch to the running back, Holtze. Holtze across the 40 to 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Cherokee Bluff. Boy, that's a big touchdown for the Bluff. They played him in tight right there, Gary. And once Connor got by him around the 30, boy, he took off down the sideline, didn't he? He just took off. Nobody was in front of him. He turned the corner. The defensive secondary had been pulled in, and he was off to the races. They need to turn the lights back on. <laughs> had the lights out. Got the light show going oh, they, on. Yeah. They do that with these LED lights now. Michael Arbor will attempt the extra point. The holder is Garrett Hyder. The kick is up. Well, that's, a, it is that's a powerful kick. Good. We are tied at seven from Cherokee Bluff in this region. 8-4-8 game. You're listening to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Back here at Cherokee Bluff. Cherokee Bluff, the Bears have just tied it at 7 in this Region 8-4-8 8 game with 9-0-3 here in the second quarter. Michael Arbor is ready to kick back deep for the Red Raiders. You've got uh, Deshaun Johnson, and they kick high and deep. Goal. It's going to go right at the stop sign there. Number eight picks it up. That's Brown, Deshaun Brown, and he's out to the 20 and stopped hard right there by number 16, Cooper Dean, it looked like. Is it 16 or 18? I believe it was 16. He's the first one on. Yeah, 18. I believe Ron's right on it. You see better than I do. Ty Corbin with the stop. So a nice, powerful kick, caught it right at the end zone line and brought it out to the 21 is where they'll spot it. First down and 10 for the Red Raiders. Yeah, got about a 20-yard return out of that. He caught it right around the one and just took off up the middle. I think he was hoping for it to go another one yard, so he wouldn't have to <laughs> wouldn't do have that. wouldn't have to run. Yeah, you kind of wait. Well, he could have he he moved out of the way and let it go in the end zone. I believe it would have went with his own Oh, yeah. Momentum. First and 10 now. And, and, the, and, the, and the upshot would have been about the same thing. Camden Smith behind center. One guy in motion, hands off to the up back, and he's hit immediately. Got a couple of yard gain. Number yeah, no, 11 no, no. came in there and made the tackle. Jack, Jack Hamilton. Jack Hamilton again. rode him down, number 11. Yep. Defensive end position. Hamilton comes in and makes the big stop, a two-yard gain. Okay. Now they've got the big man in the middle in there, guys. Caleb Williford, uh-huh. 6'6", 280. He wears number 70. Look at look okay. at. Him. Yep. He's a big old boy right there, isn't he? Yeah. Division one prospect probably. Yep. I know he plays tackle on the offensive side of the football and he's on the defensive side with that four-man down line. 
and give it off to the running back again. And that's Z. He gets the first down across the 45 down to the 46-yard line. He gets through that hole in a hurry. Number five does. Yeah, he does. He's got speed. And even Williford had some trouble bringing him down because he had so much head start there, so much speed and momentum built up. Shiflett brings it in her. He gives him a first down out at the 36-yard line now. 8.02 in the quarter. Got a couple of guys in slots, two receivers, one on either side. Going to give off to him. Going to pitch this time over on this near side of the 40, the 35, the 50, the 45, and finally run out of bounds. Number eight, Deshaun Brown. Number 84 with the ball. The, the option again, man. Yep. Did you? That was perfectly executed by the quarterback. Nice Great job pitch. by the quarterback, Camden Smith. Got it out there to his running back, Deshaun Brown, or halfback position. Got a long pick up across midfield down to the 39 of the Bears. Yeah, and they get, when they run wide, that's Chesty seems to have a problem with it. That's been their, been their, they're taking advantage of that tonight. High formation or single setback. Now one guy in a motion. Then looking to pass, throw a little lob over the top, complete over the far side of the 30. Run out of bounds by KT on the far side. The man that caught that was who, Ron? Number 40. Number 40, that's Kaysen Hillsman came. He was in a slot position, Hillsman was, and went over and caught that one. KT Thompson runs him out of bounds, but not before he got a first down, down to the 27-yard line. And that was a perfectly thrown ball, right, lobbed it right over the defender. I think they call that a fade is what you're used to hearing. He threw it right over the defender, as Ron said. That's the fourth option off the triple option. Yep. Throw the pass. Neither team is. First and 10 at the 27. One guy in motion. Hand off to Shiflett. Shiflett across the 25. Down to the 20, now close to the 15-yard line. Stopping the clock long enough. And he yeah, get the first it. down. Yeah, he Purple jersey the, stopped him up right there. Yeah, moved the chains. They've been moving the chains. The last couple of drives, Madison County has really been moving the chains. We're just going to have to match them move, uh, down for down and play for play and score for score, it looks like, so far. Uh, you know, we talked about how some of the size of the Cherokee Bluff Line, but they've only got one or two guys. Look at the size of that offensive line for Madison County. Mm-hmm. They all go about 260 or 270, it looks like, from the from guard to tackle to gut tackle. Smith takes it, hands off to Shiflett. Shiflett gets across, but he's hit immediately by a couple of purple jerseys right there. Number one is one of the Ryan ones. Graves comes in and knocks him down quickly. Yeah, yeah, he's not a little guy at 6'3", 235. Yeah, he gets to say he looks funny wearing number one, big as he is. Got two yards out of it inside the 15 down to the 13. Second down now. And eight yards to go for the Red Raiders. Single set back this time. And up to Drake. Hands off to Drake. Drake across the 10 down to about the seven or eight yard line. A little burst of speed right there behind Brody Collier and Walker Simmons. Yeah, they got a couple Light of big old, big old linemen right there. Yeah, look, behind. look at 75 out there. Uh, 75 is a, a, lo- a big load, too. He's big, wide guy. Number 60 tall and big. 75 is Brady Collier. He's just a junior. He's a load. Number 60 is the center. Third down and four. Got to get to the 15. He's to run the far side. The quarterback kept it, and he gets a touchdown. Nobody saw him. That and he was went a in delayed, untouched. It was a delayed play. Everybody bit on the dive, and that, that option, the quarterback, Smith, just saw it, saw everybody bite on that, converge on the dive man who did not have the football, 
and Smith just strolls in to the end zone on the right side. Camden Smith's pretty uh, sleight of hand with that uh, with that football, isn't he, fellas? He does a nice job. He's one of the better high school quarterbacks I've seen run the mm-hmm. option in a uh, while. Yeah, exactly. Jaden Hanson in to tip the extra point. 13-7. Red Raiders lead it with 5-37. The extra point attempt down to our left. Snap the hole. The kick is good. That'll make it 14-7 with 5.37 remaining here in the second quarter. You're listening to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. It's that wonderful time of the year. Fall leaves, pumpkin spice, cooler weather, and... Football, Georgia football. Of course. What was I thinking? I'm letting my fellow dog fans know that we have plenty of UGA merch at Autry's. We sure do. Cement dogs, flags, stickers. And all the important tailgate gear. Top of the line grills, coolers, along with red and black accessories. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. Go dogs! Now back to the game on 97.5 Glory FM. Hanson kicks it down. KT Thompson picks it up at the 15 to the 20, the 25, far side, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Drug out of bounds in Red Raider territory at around the 45-yard line. A great return. Yep. Steady, steady stepped out at the 49, but still a really, really nice return yeah, he's by KT in, Thompson. Yeah, he's starting in plus territory. That's always a good thing. You got a score too, Ron, you said? Uh, yeah, Gainesville's down to Clark Central in the second quarter, 7-0. Uh, Riverside's down 14-0 to Providence Christian. And uh, let's see, we got Chester T leading East Hall 3-0 in the second quarter. That's the L- L- Street Cafe FCA scoreboard right there for us. First down at the 49 of the Red Raiders for Cherokee Bluff. In motion was Landon Kemp. They're going to hand off to Hulsey. Hulsey. So the Statter steps across the 40 to 35. Got a flag. Going to come back. He runs out of bounds around the 32-yard line. Yeah, and it's going to come back. Got a flag for the back judge. So probably a holding or illegal use of hands. Yeah, some kind of block in the back or something. That, and that's going to negate a first down. But it's not going to be. Flag was at the 36. So it'll be a 10 yards from there. Back to the 46. To the 46, so. It'll be first down and about, yeah, about what? About six, six, about seven, about seven yards. First down and seven. They got to get to the 39. They're on the 46, so about first down and seven. So it remains first down, which is nice. A nice little play there if they can avoid the penalty. This Come been, back there and do something. It's been a pretty good war in the trenches. It has, Donnie. Justice. Yeah, really south far of this side. Those guys are going to be tired. <laughs> Logan Holmes got a slot on this house, Landon Kemp. Asher takes it, hands off to Hulsey again. Hulsey, stutter steps, 35-40. Trying to beat a guy, got down to the 35. Nice job. And he got a first down. Yeah, he got the, got the first down. Nice nice play call, nice job by Connor Hulsey to stutter step. It, it was really a good step. Deshaun Brown. Brown finally caught up to him, but Hulsey was giving him a little shifty hips there. Yes, he was. 
First down for the Bears. And that's one thing that with this artificial surface, you can do that. You don't, your feet don't slip like they would in the grass. Right at the five-minute mark left here in the second quarter. Red Raiders lead it by a touchdown. A good ball game so far, as Gary said, a good war in the trenches. Three wide outs, one in a slot, one in a deep on the far side. Holtzy off to the left of his quarterback. Graves in motion, looking to pass right over the middle. Graves clutches it and holds on. Great catch. Oh. And way to hold on to it, Ryan Graves, at the 20. Boy, he you're right. Carson Craig nailed him as soon as he laid hands on it, and he was able to bring it down to his chest before he hit the ground and secure the football. That was a fine play. Yeah, it was, and I tell you what, he took some punishment. He did. He's, nice a, job. he's a big old target. Ryan Graves, really nice job. He looked like it was going to bounce away, and he was able to, as Gary said, tuck it into his chest before being wrapped up. First down and 10 at the 20-yard line for the bluff. 431 in the quarter. Man off to the left of the quarterback. Landon Kemp in motion. Hands off to Hulsey. Hulsey across the 25. Still running. Still running. Still running. Down to the five and finally knocked down. That was the the counter trap. They faked one way and Hulsey came across. And he lost his helmet. He allowed to come out. Well, he found that crack and then they were trying to tackle him around up around his shoulders. That was Connor Griffin, gentlemen. Connor Griffin. Hulsey had come out. Connor Griffin towed it at that time. His helmet did come off, but he just carried some men on down there with him. Well, I tell you, he's a strong kid. His, his dad's, of course, Chris, and long time in the weight room. You could tell. He, I bet he does a lot of squats because they were trying to tackle him around his shoulders, and he wasn't having any of that. He, he pushed, just kept pushing the pile. He pushed about three or 400 pounds easily that time. First and goal at that seven-yard line. Eye formation under center is Wilson. Moved the man over. Goes back to Hulsey. Hulsey down to the three, the two, the one. Touchdown. They drag him in. Touchdown, Bears. Flag. There's a flag down it's, behind. It's a flag at the two. It, it happened after he crossed the goal line, though, so let's Oh, they're see. saying he helped him in. And that's what the umpire is saying. I saw him use his hand saying he pulled him in. So yeah, that'll come back. He can't he help can't him. He can't grab him. Yeah. Now you can push it, but you can't pull it. Yeah. That'll be illegal helping, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Illegal use yeah. of hands by dragging, by grabbing him. Grabbing might be a five-yard penalty, I believe. And that is. Yeah. By the way, that is a rule. That is. That's been a rule yeah. forever. It's always been a rule. Yeah. You can't. You can't be in front of them and pull them, but you can get all behind them and push them. Yeah. That was a five-yard penalty from the one. So now it's uh, first and goal at the six. Well, at where least you got. That. At least you got all cracks at it from the six. And yes, you, sir. You got a first down. So. Exactly. I mean, you'd rather obviously you'd rather have a six on the six-yard line, but you take what you got. Yeah, well, you got four cracks at it here. 342 on the clock, I formation. Wilson, behind center, one man in motion. Going to pitch back to Hulsey. Hulsey trying to get open to the four, to the three. Touchdown, Bears! No flags on that one. Bounced off a tackler at the three and went in the end zone standing up. And he saw that crack when he bounced off that tackle, Joe. Did you see? He he saw the crack open up, and he went right for it. Ran to daylight. You don't need to move around too much when you turn the lights out. It's dark down there. <laughs> I, I just hope they can see me standing here on the sidelines with this white shirt yeah, you on. you got your white shirt on. Maybe, maybe see the big old boys around here. Yes, they are. Mike, Michael like, Arbor will attempt the extra point. Seems like it get bigger every year, Gary. That's for sure. Hold the snap. The kick is blocked. blocked. So it will remain 14-13. to 13. 
And that I, could be a deal later it, it on might, in the game. It might. Somebody got a hand. I was looking down, and I didn't see who got a hand on it. We'll be back did. in one minute. You're listening to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your A.C. dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Back at Cherokee Bluff High School. <clears throat> Michael Arbor ready to kick it. Some extra point got blocked. It's 14-13 Red Raiders. Deshaun Johnson, Deshaun Brown back to receive. High end over end kick comes down almost over his head at the two. He run it out to the 10, the 15, the 20. Got tripped up around the 22-yard line by a purple jersey and bringing it back up the field that time looked to be he jumped up the field that ball yeah, was that Carson Craig that brought it back up the field no no number 18 excuse me Max Miller maybe anyway Red Raiders will have it. yeah he had to jump up and grab it there before yeah. it went in the end zone it was at the right at the two where he jumped up and grabbed it at so he got two more yards than if he let it go in the end zone yeah I'll tell you that well that's uh, Connor Holsey's got both touchdowns for the Bears tonight. He scored from the 39 at 903, and then at 337, he just scored from the six. 331 in the quarter now, 14-13, Red Raiders by a point. Cam Smith hands off right up the middle that time, and they didn't get but maybe a yard out of it. Nice job by that front four, front three or Number four. Number five with that. Cherokee Bluff. That was Shiflett with the ball, was the ball carrier of the line. Of Richardson and Graves and Hamilton doing a nice job clogging up holes up there. Also, they've got number uh, 53, Parker Waldrop, in uh, on the defensive line now, helping them oh. <laughs> to clog the holes. Waldrop's not a not a little guy, six one two thirty. And that big boy got two yards on it. Second down, eight. One man running the ball, Strickland on the far side, got up to about the 30-yard line, maybe the 31. Yeah, and they, they had that thing, and he had the corner quickly and good recovery, though, by Chester T, to, uh, to by Cherokee Bluff, excuse me, to, to get over there and and cut him off right to the sideline. He would have been running down the sideline. They, Shed a few tacklers, didn't he? Yes, Just he did. Yeah. off of him. Got six yards on the carry down to the 31 of the Red Raiders. Single backfield, one man in motion. Going to hand off to Shiflet again. Shiflet gets the first down. They push him back at the 35, and he'll have the first down by a couple of yards down to the 36 now. Ty Corbin met him numbers to numbers and took him backwards. 223 in the quarter. If they could hold them and not let them score, that'd be a huge, especially because you don't want them to score right here because that's a two-for-one, if you will, because they get the ball coming out after right. the half. Remember, yeah, Cherokee Bluff won the toss, and they said they wanted the ball. Had it going on there until they stalled out in that first drive. Mm-hmm. First down and 10, ball at the 36 
Man in motion, looking to pass. Smith back, pressure, pressure, throws it up in the air, incomplete. Coach catches it on the far sideline there. He dropped it, didn't didn't hold it all the way through. (laughs) Number seven, Ryland Ackerman was the closest jersey of anybody. His was purple. Or excuse me, Ackerman was the man putting the pressure on Smith that time. Third down and or second down and full ten. Wyatt Hayes comes out of the game. And excuse me, Tyler Underwood goes back in the game. Single setback, couple of slots, one receiver on the near side. Second down, 10 yards to go. Keeps it. Smith does. Goes around the far side. They read it pretty good that time and knocked him down yeah. for only a two-yard gain. Nice good job by Ackerman. A good job that time of staying home and not biting on the fake. They're going to give him four on it. They said four momentum gets him out to the 39. So when, when third you, and seven. When you play seven. the option, it's assignment football. Yep. You've, oh, got, yeah. you've got a guy that takes the quarterback, one that takes the dive. Timeout Pitch. Cherokee Bluff right there. We'll take you with them. You're listening to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. When energy efficiency is done right, the advantages are dramatic. At Jackson EMC, energy efficiency is integrated into every facet of our Right Choice Home program. From how it's designed to the way it's constructed, saving you money each year on your energy bill. Talk to a certified Right Choice home builder to learn how energy efficiency is built into every Right Choice home. Right Choice Homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, and only from Jackson EMC. Scores from the Long Street Cafe, FCA scoreboard. Ron, what have you got? Okay, 7 7 now. Gainesville has caught uh, the. Clark, Clark Central, Central uh, Clark Radiators. Central team, Radiators. Radiators. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're playing down there, and then uh, the uh, East Hall's taking a 7-3 lead on Chester T, and uh, Lumpkin County's still 14 nothing on Temple. And Temple has scored some points so far this year too, so that's a big that'd be a big win. North Hall 14 nothing on Walnut Grove. How about that? That'd be interesting. Second Walnut quarter. Grove won that one pretty easy last night. Third down now, seven yards to go for the Red Raiders. 131 in the quarter. It's a big timeout by Coach Jones right there, my uh, Gary and Ron, with only a minute 31 in the quarter. Everybody moving. A little halfback bass throwing on this side. It's a wobbler incomplete. I don't know exactly who was throwing it. I think he was trying he was, to throw it to the quarterback. He was trying to throw the quarterback. Yeah, he was trying but to throw it to Cam Smith who he, came out. But you had uh, you had KT Thompson and Tyler Underwood covering him very nicely over here on this side. That looked more like a kickoff than a pass. Yeah, it, well, it looked like one I'd pass there, guys, a wounded duck. <laughs> well, but he threw it in a where there was a lot of green, so there's yep. no chance for an interception. But that brings up fourth down. They got to punt it. Oh, oh a bad over, over the head. top. He's going to go back. He's going to hit, catch it at the 10, try to run with it. Purple jersey down there close. Ackerman misses him. They're going to run him out of bounds at the 30, I do believe. Boy, what a break yep. what for a the Chester team. Or for Cherokee Bluff. I keep saying Chester Big break you for got, Cherokee Bluff right there, you, fellas. You got C's on your mind. Yeah, it was. And that terrible snap way over his head. He had no, no chance at all to feel that. I'm surprised, though, when he got into the open, he didn't try to at least pooch it a little bit. That's yep. what I would would have I thought he would try to do. But Maybe I, he thought he saw some daylight, but the daylight closed out over there on the far sideline. Yeah, and and that adrenaline gets to running and panic sets in. Yep, one fourteen on the clock. Two timeouts left for Cherokee Bluff. They're down by a point. Love to score right here. First down at the Red Raider, 33-yard line. Two wideouts. High formation. Wilson takes it a flag. Ooh, flag and somebody moved again. Offsides on no, he's offsides on 
Cherokee Bluffs way pointed. Yeah. Well, I think what happened was yeah. somebody lined up in the neutral zone. Uh-huh. Well, one of the, I think the tight end lined up in the neutral zone. He was too far up. You get a gift right there, guys. You got to yeah. capitalize on it. it yeah. t- tennis, you call that an unforced error. There's nothing that yeah. Madison yep. County did that forced that. And and you're right. You know, you get that kind of thing. You got to go come back and do something good on the very next play, and instead you do something that kills your momentum. Thompson comes out, back out, gives the play to his quarterback. And, and Asher minute, Wilson. We're, yeah, we're at a minute 12 to go in the half. Jordan Justice, a deep man on the far side. little reverse to KT. KT to 35, 30, 25, 20. Cuts inside, 15, 10, 5. Was he in? Did he step out? Well, I'm still, much, I haven't seen a signal I yet. I haven't seen a signal either. Let's got a flag back at the 37. Oh, man. That's the reason you didn't see anybody. Yeah, flag. That's what I was looking for when I didn't see a signal. I said, there's got to be a flag somewhere, and there is at the 37-yard line. Wow, just across ah. the line of scrimmage. That, wow. That's, that's a play right out of the North Hall playbook. Yes, sir, it is. the old wing T kind of thing. Holding. But, holding. but instead of the wing formation, they ran the other back there. on that counter trap. And, man, the, the, it was there. It was, it was there. there. <clears throat> Tough break be, for the Bears right there. They be run first 11 more seconds off. It's 101 on the clock. Be first in about 23 or something like that because it, it was so ahead of the that's two line of things in a row you've done. But you're way behind the sticks now. First and 24. Balls at the 47. Got to get to the 23. They need to holster that six-shooter and shoot themselves in the foot. That for yeah. sure. Yeah. 101. In the quarter, two wideouts on the near side, one on the far side, one running back, Holtzie, on the right. Rolls out to this side. Wilson going to take it himself to the 50, the 45, throws it at the last second. Intercepted. Did he catch it? No, they're saying he's out of bounds. No, they're saying he's out of bounds. The back judge caught He caught it, but he was on like the 22, but I think he came down out of bounds, luckily for the Bears. I'll tell you what, he was close to the line of scrimmage when he threw it, Yeah, he was really close to the line of scrimmage. He yeah, might have been past it. So. Kaysen Duggins made a great yeah. play on the ball, and it just came down out of bounds. I, he thought he was in bounds. And I thought he was for a minute there myself, but what happened was he left his feet. He came yep. down out of bounds. Came down, didn't have a foot in bounds. So second down now at the 47, 53.9 seconds. We'll have a halftime. We'll have scores for you. I hope we have a guest at halftime. I've asked one of the trainers from Atlanta Rehab to come up so we can just have a quick discussion. Timeout called by Coach Tommy Jones, hollering at his team. We'll take a little 30-second timeout, and we'll be back with you on High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Change can be bad or change can be good. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. In serving Northeast Georgia for more than 48 years, we've learned that while change is inevitable, it also brings opportunity. Just look at the bad changes of the pandemic that helped lead to improved technology and innovation. Let Duplicating Products help you find the opportunity in the changes that may affect your business. Give us a call at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Back here at Cherokee Bluff High School. They got the ball with 114 and a first down. Really good place down there around the 21-yard line after the snafu. And looked like they went in for a score, but they had a holding penalty. First and offsides, and then the holding has pushed them back all the way back to the 
47 of the Red Raiders. They got 53.9. It is second down in 24. One man single setback to the right of his quarterback. That's going to be Hulsey. Now he moves to his left of his quarterback. Wilson with the ball. Wilson looking. Now he's got to step up to beat the rush. Across the 45 to the 40, the 35, the 30, the 25, and runs out of bounds. Nice job and nice read by Asher Wilson there, guys. Forget that. Get around the corner right there. He did his thing. He stepped up because number 88, yeah. Wyatt Morris, he didn't, eat his grill. he didn't quite get the first down. But well, you know, but you're, now you're within range of at least maybe reaching for three if things go south on you a little bit. But I can't understand. Madison County that time was totally playing the pass. And they forgot about the quarterback. Hey, guys, he can run the ball. He got 20 yards out of it. His third down now in four for the Bears. And nice he, run by 40, the quarterback. 45 seconds left, so clock is beginning to be a factor. And got one timeout left. Yeah, I was looking to see that. Single too. setback is Hulsey. Two wideouts, one guy in a slot. Wilson puts Landon Kemp in motion. Going to hand off to Hulsey. Hulsey up the middle of the 20, 15, 10. Oh, excuse me, I, ran, I got too quick there. He got down to the 17. I saw the yard line, thought it was the 10, but he got down to the 17. He did get a first down. Yeah, quickly, oh, they're going to block, block runs. They'll clock it, I believe they do, right there with 34 And, they, and they had a – there's a fl- – the, 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 Flag. Oh, he had a timeout. Before the clock. Before because the clock. They had two the people trying side. to get off. Yep. Timeout for Madison County, and we will take a timeout with them. And be back in 30 seconds right after this on High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Back here at Cherokee Bluff, and they had a, as Gary explained right there at the end, they had a couple of guys, the Red Raiders did, had too many men on the field, so Coach Smith called a quick timeout right before Cherokee Bluff took it and clocked it, so they'll keep remain possession the at down. the 18 yard line. First down and 10 with 34.5 seconds and one timeout left for the Bears. At the 18. Balls at the 18. Jacob Kelly comes back in at the fullback. High formation. Back to pass, looking, got time, got time. Going to throw it over the middle. Intercepted in the end zone. Doggone it. Man's going to run it back and dug it. He brings it out to the 18-yard line. Wow. He threw it really in a crowd. Yep. He, he, well, he threw it a little right there, and he had a man in front of him. Jordan Justice was open at the back of the end zone. If he had a little bit more arch on, he might have got it in there. But Duggan stepped in there and picked it off. Well, now I wouldn't be surprised, but Madison County take a crack at it. Yeah, I, I think they maybe, got two timeouts left. Well, too. yeah, and you, you know, you got that quarterback who can run that option and throw it. We've seen yep. him do that too. You got 21 seconds and tough some break change. right there for the. Yeah. Cherokee Bluff. That was that was a snake bit drive right there, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. They, they overcame the penalties and got it down in the red zone, but then the turnover. First down for the Red Raiders at their own 18-and-a-half yard line. A couple of wide outs, two slots, misdirection play. Quarterback's going to keep it, go around the far side, knock down at the 20. Only got about a yard out of it, if that much. By the way, that was a great interception by Duggins. He, oh, had, he had to elevate to get that ball. Yep. 
Big man can jump a little bit. And he got up there. I remember him playing basketball last year. I think that's the last play of the half. Yeah, they're going to let it. Three, two, and one. And that'll be your halftime as the Red Raiders lead it by a single point, 14 to 13 in this Region 8 4A game. We'll be back. Gary's going to try to get. Oh, I'm sorry. Gary's going to talk to Coach. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Coach, I thought you diagnosed the option a little bit better on that that last drive the Madison County had. You know what? They do such a great job. It's such responsibility football. It takes a long time to get used to the speed of play, and their speed of play is pretty impressive. And you can't simulate that stuff on a scout team. Um, you know, so proud of our guys for, for being disciplined, making reads, and making tackles. we got a lot more football to play. They're a great football team. And coming down there, you had a shot at it, and then he makes, quite frankly, a great interception in the he end does. zone. He does. He does. And, and uh, you know, probably probably not the best call in that situation. Uh, probably should have checked out of it and done something different. Their safety was deep. But, uh, you know, we were hoping they were going to be lined up like they were the play before. All right, Coach, thank you for your time. Good luck second half. Oh, by the way, and, uh, and uh, thank you, Ross Davis's mom, for listening to us. Awesome. Good deal. <laughs> Glad you're listening out there. All right, we'll be back with a halftime report right after this. And uh, we'll go to Nathan Laddie. You're listening to High School Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. We love North Georgia. Working here, living here, and eating here. We have fresh, delicious, and unique goodies made right here locally. Our provision section continues to grow as we're featuring local foods, rubs, spices, and mixes. Everything you need for all your get-togethers. Wow, that's a fancy way to say really good tailgating treats. And you'll also use them for hostess gifts, charcuterie boards, anything you're looking for, something unique and delicious. Stop by and see our mouth-watering provisions at Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. It's time for our Halftime Report, brought to you by United Community Bank on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Cherokee Bluff High School, Joe Gailey, Ron Poole, Gary Glenn, and Nathan Laddie back at the station producing for us tonight. And, guys, uh, you know, both teams have had kind of struggled right there with penalties. And I know Cherokee Bluff wishes they had a couple of those back 
on that last uh, little short drive they had with less than a minute to try and score right yeah. there. That would have been a big boost for them right there before halftime with Madison County getting yeah, that's the ball one, back. That's one thing that's hurt them is really penalties has hurt uh, the bluff more more really than anything else. Um, without the penalties, they they could probably have the lead right now, but yeah, they, uh, you got. I think Coach Jones has to be proud of the effort, considering the first two games. Well, and, and Gary, defensively, I think other than a couple of miscues on the on the option run, the Bears have played pretty good on defense. Well, tonight. he talked about that, and I noticed that they played much better. That and he did too. He said, "Yeah, that they, you know, it's assignment football. It, it's you got to be very, very disciplined to play the option, but they run the option really, really well. Mm-hmm. So, if you get out of position, then there's a chance that happened that what happened early in the game." Now, on that last couple of drives, not so much. They kind of got a clue there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you, can't, you can't relax yep. because that can relax. happen again. You can't, and, you can't and let Ron's up. right. You know, that, they actually think about what they overcame on all of that, that uh, and almost pulled it off. But, mm-hmm. again, uh, Duggins makes a great read on the and throw it, and, and Coach mm-hmm. Jones said probably wasn't the best decision to, to try to force it in the end zone like that. But it still took a great play for the defender to come down with that interception and kill that drive. It did. It did. And, you know, they, they, they bounced back. They, you know, the, the quarterback, uh, Asher Wilson, was able to get a long drive to, to go from, you know, what was second and, what, 24 to make it second and, or third and four. So they had a chance, and they were able to get the first down on the next play. Really good hard running by Connor Holsey so far. Um, you know, Asher Wilson's directed the offense, I think, very well for a kid that had a, a mild concussion two weeks ago. He's come back and played very well tonight. They, you know, the, the turnover hurt him right there. Um, the uh, defense for uh, the defense for the Red Raiders has kind of had the bend but bolt, but don't break mentality, especially on the last drive. But Cherokee Bluff has been able to take, capitalize on some things and able to score twice as Connor Hulsey was able to score. And I think it was a 39-yard run and then a then another shorter run later to make it 14-13. Only miscue on the, the scoring has been that blocked extra point attempt that the Red Raiders had to make it 14-13 here at the half. You're listening to the United Community Bank Halftime Show. We'll be back with you in two minutes. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your air conditioning going out on the hottest day yet. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the heat. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your air stops working this summer, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. So if you don't like to wait, especially in a hot house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 1-800-AC-REPAIR. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 
The way you live your life has changed. You have new priorities, new technology, new opportunities. Jackson EMC has created the ideal home for you, one that reflects your new lifestyle. It's called Right Choice Homes. Every Right Choice home is guaranteed to be energy efficient, comfortable, and receives our lowest energy rate. Right Choice Homes, energy efficient, guaranteed, only from Jackson EMC. Bluff High School, listening to the Madison County Red Raider Band at the present time. Ron, why don't you give us some scores while you've got them right now? Okay, uh, North Hall has got on the road, got a two-touchdown lead down at Walnut Grove, which is a... It's a big turnaround from last year because Walnut Grove hit them pretty hard up at North Hall last year. Yeah, that, uh, and East Hall, uh, after that a stunning loss last week that probably was not a pleasant week of practice for them, but they're up 7-3 <laughs> to three at halftime because, I mean, you know, you're proud for Johnson, but you never want to be that team. That's true. That's true. And, and uh, Gainesville has got a 14-7 lead at halftime now on Clark Central after I was, being down early. I was telling Gary last week after we got done, I'd read an article that uh, Clark Central has eight. Eight. They got six former Georgia Bulldog players coaching, not counting their head coach, but other players coaching their team to play football, and their sons are all playing for them. So they've got eight it's guys that's got Georgia connections, kind of like when Billy Henderson was well, there. I was there, of course, calling Clark Central during the legendary Billy Henderson years. Right. And it, looks, it seemed like they were either winning the state championship or playing for it every playing year. Playing for it every year, yeah. exactly. It was, it, was, it was an incredible run for high school. And I, and I heard a couple of announcers on Athens Station this year that that's what Perno was trying to build back into to get back into those glory years, if you will, of, of year after year after year, Clark Central being there in the in the state oh, championship well, or being in the playoffs well, every year. You know, and it, but, you know, the one, one factor there, the X factor there, was Billy Henderson. That's true. Now you can't I mean, that. Oh, that, sure. that legend is still on that field. That, those, kid, those kids would have run through a brick wall. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I only got to watch them play once, but it was amazing watching them play. They just very well on oh, machine. I mean, it, it, he went up against some of the legends of, of the game, you know, Lloyd Bohannon down at Griffin, mm-hmm. Nick Hyder down at Valdosta. Uh, I yeah. saw some of the best high school football you could ever hope to see. All right, Ron, got Providence Christian over Riverside Military. Riverside has scored. It's 44-6 to six now. Yeah. Um, Riverside and Providence Christian. Yeah, and, and then uh, Stevens County has uh, finally scored. Again. You know, it was in, uh, scoreless first quarter, but Stevens County's pulled up on Dawson 6 nothing. You know, Dawson well, struggled a bit this year, mm-hmm. and Stevens has come out of the gate firing. Yep, that's pretty good uh, for Dawson County to be able to hold them to, to seven points here early on in the, in the quarter, that's for sure. Yeah, we were looking at uh, one of your old uh, Jefferson there a while ago had a had a pretty good lead on Oconee County. Yes, 30, 30 to nothing at halftime. The Dragons are for real. And, yep. and, you know, they've got one of the top recruited linebackers in the country, Sammy Brown, who's going to Clemson. Clemson. Mm-hmm. And uh, George took a look at him and, and, you know, and he said I had to call him and tell him. And he said, you know, they okay, no hard feelings. We yep. understand. Of course, now Sammy plays on the other side, too, and he's a state champion wrestler. Yep. But my latest information I have on him is he's going to enroll at Clemson early. Really? So if he does that and, and enrolls in January, he'd miss the high school wrestling season. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how all that plays out. Yeah. A lot of kids well, are like, entering. Clemson right probably wants him to do that so we don't get hurt. All right, well, <laughs> Could be. All right, uh, uh, Prince Avenue Christian up on Monroe area, 24 to 3. Ron, uh, who else you got here from local? We got uh, uh, let's see. 
Uh, you know, don't have anything on Lakeview and Creekside. Yep. That's the only other game in the area that I was, I was looking for something on. Well, let us talk real quick, guys. So while I, our guest is obviously working on some folks down there, but let's talk real quick about reclassification. I read an article yesterday and then followed up again today. The uh, GHSA met for the first time. They're going to go from seven classifications back to six at the next reclassification. They'll meet again in October. The way I read it is the, uh, the, the about 64 or so schools, the top certain percentage. Top 64 schools will be 6A, and then the, top, the bottom, however many, will be in the single A, and then there'll be about 60 teams per division, 5, 4, 3, and 2. Are they going to still handle the public and private? Still, still have it public, private, that's correct. They'll have an, an A and a, an A and a double A or A and B division, however they divide it up. They're still going to do that. But it looked like as far as number of teams, there's going to be around 60, 60 to 64 in all divisions. But the biggest thing in that every year is obviously you can appeal to go up, you can't appeal to go down. They are going to leave the multiplier in if you live out of the district. And move well, in. Are they, so, are they, is it going to ch- that multiplier going to change? No, it's still at three point oh. Okay, yeah. I'd, I'd heard it three. might change. Now, I, I read that this morning. It stayed at the three point oh, and I mean that that obviously has effect on some. But you know the the uh, we always I know that I do. Mike and I when we're riding the game the game, I give them a hard time. The GHSA that is about. I feel like they're geographically challenged sometimes <laughs> in the state of Georgia. Um, the way they divide the regions up, I realize that if. You know, the way the 8-4-A is with so many teams. They're one of the biggest ones in the state, if not the biggest. And they're spread out from down below Loganville all the way up to North Hall. And, you know, it's just all yeah. these teams playing. It's crazy to me. Yeah, well, you know, and the uh, thing is you try to get them – Try to get them as geographically lo- co-located as you can, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. sometimes you get that isolation thing, and you got to play up or play down. Well, <laughs> kind of mirroring what happens in college football now. Yeah, when you've got the Southeastern Conference is going to go all the way to Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, uh, what about the ACC going all the way to California? Yeah, exactly. That? Isn't yeah. that crazy? That's, that's that's crazy. Instead of calling Atlantic Coast, just call it the Coast Conference. Coast Conference. Coast Coast Conference. CTC Conference. Exactly right. Well, I think all of us, and I told Mike last week, I said I'm more of a traditionalist. I liked having the ACC, the SEC, the Big 12, the Big West, the this, that. You know, and now they're going to wind up uh, eventually having four or five big conferences. Yeah, and really gonna, it's going to be We're going to wind up having football be, being in a whole different section mm-hmm. than everything else. Yep. And, and they're going to have be like the NFL, have the, have the south and the north and the west and the central and all that. That yep. would actually make more sense. Yep, geographically it would make some more sense. Yeah, we'll you, t- you can travel now. Yep. And you don't have to get on a bus. Now you can get on a plane. We'll yeah. take our second break right there, guys. You're listening to the United Community Bank Halftime Show on 97.5 Glory FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. 
back to school shouldn't mean back to the doctor. Make sure you go to Riverside Pharmacy for all of your health needs. They have everything from hand sanitizers to all of the vitamins you'll need. But if your child does get sick, then the expert pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can get your family back to school by filling all of your prescriptions. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. Now, more of the United Community Bank Halftime Report on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Cherokee Bluff High School at the United Community Bank Halftime Report. Uh, halftime show, excuse me, four minutes left before halftime's over and in the acclamation period. And uh, what do you think, guys, it's going to take Cherokee Bluff to, because Madison County gets the ball first coming out after halftime. I think, obviously, they have to hold them and not let them get more than three and then go down and score. Absolutely. That, that, that's going to be uh, the first couple of series of the second half, I think, is going to set the tone. They really got to come out. They got to get a stop and uh, continue to play the offense well, continue to play the option well, I should say, and continue to do what they've been doing on offense. Mm-hmm. You know, we really haven't had a lot of passes, and we, it's been, it was a quick half. Because of that, they yeah. ran the ball. and, and then the, the only thing that slowed it down was penalties. That's right. The few, yep. few passes they threw, most of them were complete. Yep. So the clock kept moving on that, too. But uh, for Cherokee Bluff to, to win this game, they've got to they've got to tighten up that defense, not not give up those kind of runs that they gave them on that option. You know. mm-hmm. And the quarterback, Lil Smith, he's doing a great job yeah, with well, that. He, and they got the guy that's assigned to him, he's got to stay on him. Yes. He, can't, he can't go – they can't veer off of him. Yep. Yeah, they can't stay with him the whole time. Well, like I said, you know, I, it, it's like Madison County is going back to the back to the 70s, playing the triple option and playing that 50 front on defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'd be right at home. Of course, I'm way too old to do that, but you know what I'm saying? At least I, I'd have a way to know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, old smash-mouth football is us at three remembering that's, back that's in the day, yeah, right? It, yep. And, oh, uh, and by the way, the Braves are up 8 nothing on the, on the Pirates. Yeah, Pirates just hit a two-run homer. Oh, did? Okay. Uh, Braves have eight, like eight, a 90-game lead and are cruising yeah. to try and get the front number one seed, I think, over the Dodgers. Yeah, aren't yeah they? they got a six-game lead on the Dodgers. Yeah. yeah. Well, well and, and they are really good. Yeah, they are. They, they are good. They best put everything together, baseball. so that's good. Best team in baseball. But you know what? When you get to when you get to the playoffs, that doesn't mean anything. Exactly right. It's who's hot. You yeah. want to be that number one seed, but I tell you what, it's who's hot. Exactly right. And you know the Braves have proven they can lose a couple of three. But if you get lose a couple of three back to back in the playoffs, boom, momentum changes in a hurry. That's right. Yeah, and you and you beat. The other best team in baseball, the Dodgers, you handle them. Then yep. you come back and play the Cardinals, who are absolutely miserable, and lose two in a row. Yep, exactly right. Well, yep. and anyway. couldn't get them out. Didn't get, yep. yep, couldn't get them out one day. That's exactly but here, right. you know, uh, this is the, the the bluff wants to defend their home turf here. That's oh, for yeah. sure. that's for sure. And uh, this is a region game, so this is big. You want to get in there, and, and you want to get a good start in the region. Good start in the region, and and put those get to wash the taste of the those first two games out of your mouth because. Quite frankly, you know, as we said in the pregame, they played 
They played everybody, almost everybody, pretty tough. And instead of going three and seven, they very easily could have gone eight and two. Mm-hmm. And, and so now you want to say, okay, last season we're over that. That's in the past. Those first two games, we're over that too. There's right. nothing we can do about that. But we took that week off, took that bye week, and we made some changes. And now, and I think they're playing much better. Mm-hmm. I, I think a bye week after a couple of games. I know some coaches don't really want it, especially if they're on a winning streak. I think sometimes it's good to clean up stuff, like you just said. You know, if you, and of course, it, uh, it, I think it definitely benefited the Cherokee Bluff because Asher Wilson was able to get totally healthy after that mild concussion he suffered a couple of weeks ago against the Bears. So I think that helped him. Well, and he, and he said, you know, you can't simulate the speed of somebody running the option who mm-hmm. runs it well in practice. Right. But at least you get a, 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 some reps looking at what it looks sure. like. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, scout teams uh, uh, almost as important as, as the starting five, starting eleven, on uh, uh, trying to defend a team like this. Well, I played a lot of scout team for Jim Lofton. I'll tell you that. So that actually helped me when I got into sports because I, could, I knew what all those defenses were. I played on. them. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be, we'll be back after this last little break here, the United Community Bank halftime show, and uh, Ron, Gary, and I will be back with you in a couple of minutes. You listen to high school football on ninety-seven five Glory. FM. Our United Community Bank customers have spoken, and we like what we hear. We're beyond grateful that United gave us the opportunity to build our new home. They're more than a bank. They're a trusted partner. United clearly listens and understands my goals. Doing the little things. That's how we've built award-winning customer service and trust, one customer at a time. United Community Bank, where the little things make a big difference. Visit UCBI.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 421841. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. Calling all eggheads, we have what you need. We sure do, David. Big Green Egg and all the egg accessories. 16 feet of Big Green Egg accessories. We're proud to be a gold level dealer, so we're able to bring our eggheads plenty of selection and the newest products, including the new Pizza Wedge. Those are amazing, and you can turn your Big Green Egg into pizza making masterpiece. Come by and see our huge array of Big Green Egg gear. Autry's Ace Hardware, Thompson Bridge Road in Gainesville. 80, 85, 90, 95? No, that's not the temperature outside. That's inside your house if your AC dies. How well do you think you'll sleep that night? Hi, this is Brooke from Conditioned Air Systems, and if you want a good night's sleep all the time, call Conditioned Air Systems for a complete tune-up by one of our certified technicians. That way, when the temperature goes up, it will only be outside. Call 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit ConditionedAirSystems.com. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia cool. 